Welcome back. Welcome, welcome. It is episode 13. Wow, lucky, lucky 13. Lucky 13. This is, we're like halfway through the year of our pod. I know, that's insane already. Which is wild. Having them, most people do their pods weekly. We do ours bi-weekly. Because we're working women. We're working we women. <laughs> weekly. But it's been flying by. Too like fast. half a year of the pod. That's crazy. And only like 13 episodes in, which is, you know, that's because... We would be 26 episodes in, I guess, yeah. if we did it weekly. Though. You are so smart. Thank you. That was quick math. I know. Quick math. <laughs> quick math. But we are back, and we actually are just in the middle of our, our little girl's sleepover. We are. We were in need of some girl time. Yes. And um, Benjamin is away on a ski trip, and we decided that the perfect night was pasta, mm-hmm. wine, mm-hmm. coconuts, Coconuts. And the Pamela Anderson documentary, yes. <laughs> which we will get into in a hot sec because we, we loved it. We loved it. Um, but it's also negative 30 and freezing. Yep. And it's snowing right now. We finally got a taste of winter, which is really nice. I hate how but... <laughs> it always comes in February. Like, yeah. I would rather it be like this in November, December, January. In February, I'm already on my way to March. Yeah. Like it's already spring in my We're mind. Ready. I don't want I don't want this right now. <laughs> we we have gone a long winter of like kind of mild weather and now this yeah. is I hope that this doesn't interfere with our spring. It won't. It won't. It's just what's his face groundhog said we were supposed to have an early spring. Oh really? Yeah he did. Mr. Groundhog. I think he said died that. after he said oh. it, I heard that I read that somewhere that was like Oh no well, groundhog died right after he gave his, you know. Oh, Wow, that's spring. one way to go out. I know, right? Okay. It's gonna be spring. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, oh. RIP. But anyway, spring is incoming. Anyways, um, and we thought that we're also in the middle of award season, yes. so we are doing a fun episode on the top ten most iconic award show moments from since, since we were born. <laughs> since so our from nineteen ninety nine onwards. Yes, which is like, I feel like when most of them happened anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Pop culture was really starting to, well, you know, the internet and social media was starting yeah. to come up, so these moments became a little bit more um, streamed and remembered. Yes, I would say from the nineties onward. Yeah, absolutely. So we're getting we're gonna get into that, but first, some life updates. Um, I just signed a lease. Yeah, she's moving on. I'm moving on up and <laughs> to the Liberty side. To Liberty Village. So to all my Liberty Village friends, um, that's that's where I'll be. It's nice. I'll be close to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, well, I get to walk to work because the TTC. Oh, is a scary place is a right now. scary everybody. place, especially for women, young women. Yep. I and had to put in a formal re- request at work to minimize the days I was in office because... It's not worth it to possibly be stabbed on the subway on the way to work. It is very scary. It's a scary time to be anybody because literally yeah. anybody and everybody is getting stabbed. It's not even... Which is the part that freaks me out because it's yeah. unprovoked. Yes. Most of the attacks have been unprovoked yeah. and that's what freaks me out. So no and matter what you're doing... Like they yeah. haven't been going after somebody specific. Yeah. So that's what freaks me out. Um, we all know why it's happening and we all know that nobody's doing anything about the actual issue, but we won't get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyways, I moved out, uh, my parents also sold my childhood home, it finally happened, it all happened very fast, Crazy. but we're, we're, we're happy for them, that's, that's good stuff. Yes. Um, and, yeah, Liv, what's up with you? Not much, honestly, I've just been working, working in office now, which oh. I've had to make the transition to, which isn't my favorite, yeah. because... 
you know, did online school for a year because of the pandemic and then two years essentially of working from home. So that's been fun. Um, But honestly, not much. I've just been hibernating with the winter, hanging out with friends and people I love and then getting excited for the springtime and the summer. I feel like February, end of February and beginning of March, I have a lot of like fun plans. Like I'm going to see SZA, who's coming to Toronto, who I've been wanting to see for like ever. And like a lot of friends' birthdays and like events, and I feel like it's gonna be really fun. So we have a Valentine's Day party Galentine. next week. So I feel like it's amping up. Like social season is is coming back in full swing. Yes, if you are like me and uh, your partner is anti Valentine's Day, <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta do Valentine's Day. You gotta do. Day. You gotta do. You gotta Galentine's do is more fun, anyway. and it is way more fun. Yeah, I am a huge Valentine. I I just learned that the thirteenth is actually like classified now as Valentine's day like the day before valentine's yeah. day yeah oh it's, I didn't so know now that. if you didn't know Says that who? like the world the internet oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i i heard that that is a, is thing. a thing they're huh. yeah they're like actually coining the 13th as Valentine's day huh. which I is like fun. the 13th the 13th is a good day yeah my mom was born on the 13th so. yeah it's lucky i'm into it it's lucky episode 13 lucky number 13 so we're gonna have a Valentine's day good food cute outfits fun girl time no boys allowed no boys allowed we just we need more girl time yeah so that's what we're gonna do we highly recommend if you don't have valentine's day plans make them or stay in make some cookies have some wine yeah love on yourself a little bit like just do what do what you gotta do show some love for you Mm -hmm. you know agreed all right okay we watched the pamela doc oh before we get into that oh yeah what about how do we feel about Stevie Nicks and Beyonce going on tour? Yeah. I Big. think it's unlikely that I will go see Beyonce on tour. I think I would love mm-hmm. to see Beyonce on tour. I think they'll be too expensive, the tickets. Ticketmaster. I don't think that it would make if sense. If they can't handle Taylor Swift yeah. and that whole debacle, there's no way that they are not no. going to crash trying to sell these Beyonce tickets. No way. No way. And I think they're going to be... A billion dollars. A billion dollars. Yeah. I think she's, like, even been open about <laughs> I think she's, yeah, probably. This is, like, the first time she's touring in forever, it feels like. like six I years. Think. Yeah, something ridiculous. Yeah. So, those will be so, crazy expensive. Those will be insane. Good and for her. Stevie Nicks, we were thinking about, we kind of want to go see Stevie Nicks on We tour. think we manifested this because we literally mm-hmm. said, who would we want to see from, like, our parents' kind of generation of music? That we haven't. That know? we haven't. Stevie Nicks. Stevie and Nicks. then... All of a sudden, boom, Stevie Nicks. Yeah, boom. I got an ad the other day that yeah. said Stevie Nicks pre-sale tickets. They're promoting now. her on said, TikTok what? hard. They are, actually. Which is Just interesting. Like, oh, well. yeah. <laughs> they really are. So I am... Um, going to see. Maybe we'll go to yeah. Stevie. It's in June, so it'll be a nice, fun spring, summer. I feel like that'd be a fun mother-daughter concert. Yeah. You know, that'd be like fun. Oh, yeah, we could go with our parents. That'd I didn't even think about vibe. that. Yeah. Because yeah. I told my mom I wanted to go. She's like, yeah, i totally go. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that. We'll Maybe suggest we'll that. that. Ingrid and Jan, we know you're listening. So yeah. we're all going to Stevie Nicks together. Yeah. Okay. Book your calendars Deal. over June 20th. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, now we can get into Pamela. Pam. <laughs> <laughs> so Liv and I, <clears throat> we we watched the Pam and Tommy mm-hmm. Hulu series. Yeah. And we found out after that the series was made without, without their her consent. permission. Yeah. And she had asked, I think she had like nobody, she found out that it was coming out. When, when everyone else found out it was yeah. coming out, like nobody had, I think her some people told said her. that. Yeah, I think some people had said that. Like some some of the writers or some of the actors who played like Sebastian Stan, who played Tommy Lee and Lily James, who played Pam Anderson, like said that they reached out to them prior to or like wrote them a letter. I think I read somewhere that Lily James wrote her letter and was like, "By the way, like they're making this whatever, whether she got that or not." Yeah. 
but she essentially found out that that docuseries was coming out as well along with the rest of the world nobody asked her permission nobody asked her anything and I think it's like that rubbed it that really rubbed me the wrong way yeah because I feel like if you are telling somebody else's life mm-hmm. story and you do not have that person's permission mm-hmm. also the story that you're flipping just, telling yeah. is about this woman's privacy being stolen from her literally stolen property and you are now making a documentary again without her fucking consent pardon my French same issue about the same issue I found that very weird like I felt like and the series was good in the sense that like I didn't know a lot about the story but like now having watched the Pam documentary after that like they fabricated so many things in that story like they just sort of ran with a bunch of storylines that made no sense like in Pam and Tommy Hulu series. Yeah. They say that the person who stole yeah. their sex tape was a contractor because Tommy had been an ass to him and he was expecting, he was like, I'm going to take the money yeah. that I'm owed, expecting to find like guns and money and jewelry in like there. Like Seth Rogen is and a big part found, of that show. Yeah. And then found the the sex tape in there. But Pam literally says in the documentary to this day, yeah. me and Tommy don't know who, who took the tape. It could have been gone for six months before we realized it could have been gone for a day. Like, yeah. We don't know who took it because we had a lot of people in and out of our house. So their assumption was that maybe yeah. it was somebody who worked on construction on the site of their house. But it could have been anybody. Like, Yeah. Just so it was just, yeah, it's just wild to me that you're going to make a like a bio pick essentially about yeah. people's lives or a certain moment in time of like this couple. And while they got obviously some details right that are known to the public and I think they use Tommy's memoir as like sourcing yeah. material for the show. Yeah. But it's just odd that you're not going to have, like, a conversation with them about it. Not that, like, if you, Pam went to them and said, please don't do this, that I would expect that they would listen. Yeah. But at least you you, you would have them. a conversation, like, with the people who... Yeah. Whose life it actually is about. Yeah. yeah. I just, I... First of all, like, it's, it's super interesting because, like, that was truly... Like, I don't think people remember this... When this sex tape came out, it was when the internet was first surfacing it like revolutionized the porn industry and the distribution of porn essentially they so many people made millions and millions and millions of dollars off this tape Mm -hmm. pam and tommy have not ever taken a dime for it yeah we i didn't realize that she was in crazy debt for like yeah a long time i've heard that with a lot of celebrities like who don't come from money as well like share yeah they have a lot of trouble like keeping their Managing money because their money, they yeah. don't know how to do it yeah so even though they're making a shit ton of money it's going out just as fast as it's coming in yeah yeah which she was pam was like very upfront about in the documentary too she's like i don't know how to manage my money yeah. like but i would never for a second like capitalize off of yeah that. yeah and i respect the hell out of her i think yeah like and the, the fact that she was like fighting in court for the fact that like it should have been a privacy issue and like yeah a video with her without her consent shouldn't have been spread literally worldwide yeah which i absolutely stolen property with. yeah and like the the biggest part for me as a feminist that makes me very angry is that every single interviewer, every single person tries to justify her sex tape. Yeah. By by her Playboy like covers and the fact that yeah, she was a new model, all this stuff. Like those were choices that she made. Yeah. And as she says in the documentary, she said I didn't think it was Those are images. I, I, yeah, I said she said I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Like I wanted to like show my body that way and I like the way I it was liberating for her and stuff yeah and she was like but and I agree like but a sex tape is a different kind of intimacy yeah. the world doesn't need to see like yeah a naked body is a naked body but that's a different kind of yeah vibe that I would literally die I like I said I said to you last night I would rather pose naked and be a naked model than yeah 
like have somebody see a sex tape of me yeah. all over the world. Like those are very ooh. that's like as vulnerable as you can you can get. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I there's also a lot of stuff in the documentary about her childhood that I didn't realize. Yeah, a lot of messed up stuff. She has been through the ringer. Yeah. From in the ripe age of like three or four and I just I think that she has so much class and I think that she is so much stronger than people realize Mm -hmm. she comes out on top and is has such a positive attitude about everything she's just like a I don't give a fuck attitude I'm just gonna do what I want when I want and with all the stuff that happened to her she could have lived like a a much darker life and she could have resorted to drugs or alcohol or whatever what most people do she made a conscious choice to you know go after her career and then eventually like be a good mom for her kids yeah. and and I, I do think it's unfortunate that she was for sure I don't think people think about her as being blacklisted after that sex tape because she yeah. ha- is a household name still from yeah. that sex tape like that's unfortunately what a lot of people know her by they also know her from Baywatch and they also know her from barbed wire and like yeah. her playboy shoots but like I think because it was such a massive issue and her and Tommy like being together like that's where a lot of her name recognition comes from which is unfortunate but yeah um, she was black. Like you, she didn't have, act you've after never that. seen her. I was going to say she didn't act after that. Yeah. She did. She didn't really model after that. After Baywatch and Barbed activism. Wire, she did nothing but activism, which yeah. fab for her. And then she was on Broadway this year, but that was yeah. one of the most recent projects she's done. Slash she made a guest appearance maybe on sitcoms, but mostly yeah. just capitalizing off the fact that she was Pam Anderson. Like she yeah. didn't really do anything. She became after a token. Because nobody, nobody really, she was like, oh, that girl see her any other a way. sex tape out. Yeah. Yeah. So I think so, it's, if you haven't seen hard, it, yeah. go watch it because mm-hmm. it really is like, I'm just, I'm happy that she got to tell her story yeah. and her words. For and the first her, time. her son's, her son produced it, which I think yeah. is also really nice because he, and it was his idea. He had come to her saying, you know, I think there's so much going on again, once again, about this story, once again, about, you Freaking know, 20 years parents. later, like, yeah. And I feel like you need to finally like, just talk about what you put want it to, to talk rest, about. Yeah. And, yeah. Put it to rest and stop people from coming back and speculating on what was because that's what a lot of the Pam and Tommy storyline was in the Hulu series was like speculation. Seth Rogen's character, not real, not real, completely made up then. And the timelines and everything uh, yeah. in the show, like the just... time. Yeah. The timelines in the show like were, were fabricated because obviously they didn't have full source material from Pam. They yeah. only had some from Tommy and you know, he was there too as well, but he was doing a lot of drugs. So I'm sure some of yeah. those timelines are messed up. But yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy to me. But that they also painted, and he is, he did a lot of disgusting things, mm-hmm. but they painted him as a really bad monster and that Pam was, like, this victim for, like, staying in this abusive relationship. Like, she yeah, she loved him very much. Abuse is a very hard thing. Like, she still to this day is like, I will never love anybody the way I love Tommy. Yeah. Yes, there was, you know, low lows, but there was also the, the greatest highs. Yeah. And they had a lot of time together that she's like I don't take any of that for granted so yeah. but as soon as she saw a side of him that she didn't yeah. like abusive wise she, she immediately let like yeah she and I feel like that was that's a, she was in control a good thing to mark because I think a lot of people think that she wasn't and I think she yeah. knew she was in control and she knew how much she could put up with and yeah. then decided you know what that's not fucking cool excuse me I have language. kids now I have kids now I'm yeah. getting out you're going to jail <laughs> yeah. essentially what she said yeah and that's exactly what happened yeah so you know 
Just she, saying. She rocks. She rocks. She rocks. Pam. And like now, because we watched that documentary, both of us are debating going blonde again. Oh, yeah. So that's... have <laughs> been looking at pictures That's like, Olivia and I's toxic trait is watching one show or one iconic woman and being like, yep, it's time for me to dye my hair again. Especially from, like, the 80s or 90s. Like, when yeah. Baywatch is being filmed in the 90s, like, the hair color, I'm like, oh, my God, I need that right like, now. Like, Liv and I have dark brown hair, and we are... <laughs> we seriously... Both, we both have been blonde before. We have like, been. Let's... And we, like... We're debating going Pamela Anderson blonde. Why not? <laughs> anyway, so why not? If we come back in the spring and we're both with blonde, blonde hair, I may just do it for my twenty fourth birthday. Just to why the heck not? I know that's what 24. I'm thinking. Twenty four. Ew, but that's, that's what I'm thinking. Why not? Why not? I'll just dye it dark if I don't like it. Like, yeah, life's okay. too short. You guys never. You'll never know. One day we'll appear well, on the spot and we'll. Have, <laughs> well, you might know one day. <laughs> we'll appear Anyways. and we'll have some blonde hair. Okay, you ready for some iconic... Let's get mo- into we, it. This was, like, still to this day, our one of our most listened episodes is the one we did on pop culture that we're obsessed oh, with. Oh, yes. Yeah. So... That was a good episode, too. Yeah, it was a great episode. episode. We love so we're going to talk about... You know, we love pop culture, obviously. It's become a big part of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's award season, baby. So let's let's dive into some iconic moments. Um, we'll save the best for last. Because we all know what it is. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry. I thought you were going to start with that one. Yeah, I'll yeah. go bottom up. These are not in order, by the way. This just is not, ones. Just randomly. This is just like a top yeah. 10. Super random. These are the ones that we pulled, and these are all from our the time that we were born. Yeah, that on. we remember, too. That we remember, yeah. But please feel free to remind us of any that we forgot, yeah. because we love it. We'd please. love to go see. We were please. reminded of all these. Yeah. Okay, John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> Pronouncing Adina Menzel's name wrong so, so it probably wrong. was about in 2013 then or 14 when frozen came out and yeah. on the grammys she came and sang the frozen song let, like, it, go. let it go that um that animated film because it was the best <sighs> picture of the year or whatever and he introduces her to come on and sing this song and and he's like very no, confidently too no, wickedly wonderful talented adele dazim that's how he adele dazim that's how he pronounces adina menzel's name and everyone was like uh what like she probably came in and was like, "Is this my cue? I don't even know if this is my cue." That is just not even like, not even close. All how she got you... right was the Z in the right place. Yeah, like I just don't know how and the, the two at all look the same. They don't. But honestly, hilarious. And he was. He was so confident about. It. He said, yeah. Please welcome Adele. <laughs> but you could tell he was stuttering over his words. Yeah. But I love when people mispronounce stuff like yeah. that. I think it's funny because they're you're especially you just, when it's really off. You're like, how did you even get there? Like, how did you? But also, that how way? embarrassing for like a big name actor to oh my be God, to not be able pronounce, to pronounce like like he Aww. he obviously knows who she is, and if he doesn't like. Oh, just that, take do some research but also buddy. if you're presenting at the oscars yeah you should know how you to should pronounce. know who you're pre- like you have literally five seconds on camera like the least you could do oh, is pronounce somebody's name, name. Right, yeah. um it's kind of hilarious though another one number nine oh, yeah. miley cyrus twerks on robin thick at the 2013 vmas 2013 now, there's twofold opinions that we have on yes. this to start with the unsavory opinion that we have on this is I don't like Robin Thicke. Like, I have heard too many stories about him, you know, being a little, like, a gray line between him and some sexual harassment vibes. Yeah. And when I also heard, like, that whole Blurred Lines, like, Emrata thing where he essentially, like, assaulted her on set when they were, like, naked. Essentially, in the music video, 
three of these models were hired to be topless and it's essentially how Emrata got her start yeah was from that video but he obviously wasn't supposed to touch them and he like touched her or something like that and it was so that's so weird to me but so yeah. it it bugs me that it was on him specifically because i'm like yeah. he doesn't need any more yeah. female attention than what he's already trying to take like he he doesn't need it but any um, other also, how ironic that the song is called blurred lines literally <laughs> That's essentially the what boy, it's, it's yeah. like, blurred line, I know you want it, I know you want That's, it, because yeah, you were a good girl or whatever, a bad yeah. girl, whatever. It's wow, so weird. We and honestly, lyrics. we were jamming to that. Well, I mean, we were like 12 at the time, so. Yeah, and are you thinking that yeah. that's nice? No. Nope. Anyway, but. But that was Miley Cyrus's era of mm-hmm. the shaved head bangers and the era, bangers era bangers 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 we love that era honestly we love that for her and she honestly if we look back at miley cyrus and the career that she's had mm-hmm. yes she was one of those disney stars she grew up in the spotlight from a very young age mm-hmm. she has been so unapologetically herself yeah. her entire career she never like sure you know what? some people might look at her 2013 era and be like oh you know, where's the old Miley? Or like, there were so many people that were not there supporting her. And now those same people are like, you know, good for her. Like, yeah. yeah. And I just... I love Bangers, honestly. That album was so good. It was a great album. My cousin and I used to be like, this is so lit. I love this. I love this album. But it was like, there's so many people who who still were not in, like 2013, were like, oh, why did she shave her head? Like that And they were just used to her being like this... A certain way. Yeah, looking a certain way for their children. Yeah. And... They weren't anymore. She was an adult. She could do what she wanted. Yeah. And I loved it, honestly. I yeah. was like, she's fab. And she's coming back into that era of like, yeah. I don't give a And heck. again, she's doing exactly what she wants. Yeah. And as she should. As she should. I can't wait for the rest of that Flowers album to come mm, out. I know. I hope it's good. I need some new Miley music. But that moment, it was just, yeah, the big foam finger. We all we all remember it. <laughs> we all remember it well. We all She was essentially in a nude body suit. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of these, actually, a lot of our top tens are from the VMAs. I think there's no award show the that's VMAs, better. I was going to say, the VMAs is probably the raciest yeah. award show. Because it's MTV. They you can't can do control. anything on MTV, yeah. I feel like. Or people okay. think you can do anything on MTV. And they won't censor it. No. They don't censor it the same way they That's do my favorite is turning the on the VMAs and they're like, we can't control anything that happens. Yeah. This is a live show. This is a live <laughs> broadcast. I love it. Um, Britney Spears performs with a snake oh. at the 2001 VMAs. Yeah. I forgot it was that early. I thought it was like 2005 or something. We were little babies. We were too. And yet still, I remember that as such a big pop culture moment. Yep. And I feel like when we were kids, it was like a Halloween costume still it for was. even like little kids to be like, I'm going to be Britney and be a yeah. cute little belly dancer. What's right? <laughs> she performed? She performed like Slave for you? Slave. I think, yeah. Yeah. Because then in the, in the music I'm video, she had a snake, I think. Yeah, she did. And so she was like, why not on a live freaking have just what show. an anaconda or whatever yeah. she had around her neck like iconic boa constrictor iconic <laughs> she i think yeah britney's on here twice we'll get to the other one but like yeah because she's a queen we love britney free britney free britney i mean she's yeah. free in some ways but on others so still free britney still free britney that's still such a mystery to me yeah i think that there's still a lot we don't know oh there's a ton but also the internet you can go down so many rabbit holes and there's so many theory like you know, yeah, conspiracy yeah. theories. Yeah, about it. <laughs> um, and I don't know what's what's true and what's not, but free Britney. Free Britney. Um, okay, this is a big one. 2017 oh, yes. Oscars. That mix-up between... The I don't remember who it was who was presenting the award. It was like an older guy and then a yeah. younger guy. But it was like the guy for... Oh, because... Okay, yeah, it was an older guy who had accidentally said La La Land when Moonlight had won Best Picture, and yeah. the director who had come up for La La Land looked at the card 
and was like, this doesn't this say is... Lala, like, it says Moonlight, so he <laughs> Which was like, I, to this it day, says Moonlight, like, do not understand Lala. how you look at a card. No. And say a lot of people were like, different. because Moonlight was pretty much an all-black cast. Yeah. So a lot of people were saying, like, maybe he was, like, given an order not to or like like there was conspiracies obviously about like because he was a white man saying la la land which is essentially all an all-white cast i'm almost positive yeah so i'm sure that people yeah people were like you know they didn't want moonlight to win sort of vibe interesting yeah Yeah. moonlight was supposed to be a really good movie it was like a dramatic dark film but i've never seen it i I don't like films that are too too dark sometimes like sometimes i'm in the right place and i'm like yeah let's watch this like, yeah this is it will be a good story but sometimes yeah. it takes too much sometimes time. movies are just meant to be escapism mm-hmm. and you just want to watch them to totes zone out but that's crazy i mm-hmm. still to this day like it gives it gives me so much anxiety watching moments like that yeah. happen because i'm like every time something's announced you're like is that actually what it's supposed but to be but the entire cast like went up there and oh, this guy is like going into his speech about like how this movie that he put his blood and guts into is like so proud to be a winner <laughs> and, and he didn't he win <laughs> And he's like, this is not me, guys. And then how awful for the Moonlight cast to come up and be like, like, hey, thanks, (laughs) give me my Oscar. Like, that's brutal. It just, like... So embarrassing. Yeah. But I don't think anybody will make that mistake again because it was all over the internet. Yes. But um, this one, it's not a super, like, crazy moment, but it kind of broke the internet when Ellen DeGeneres... Um, took that viral selfie at the Oscars in 2014. Oh, yeah, with uh, Bradley and Jennifer Jayla. Lawrence. Who else was in that? Like, so... Obviously, Portia and her. And... I yeah. forgot about that. But it was like, she took this one yeah, little photo. That. Yeah, pull it up. I'm pulling it up, guys. One photo that just broke the internet and everyone was like making memes with it. And I can't believe how long ago that was. I was just thinking that. Oh, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Of course. Of course. Brad Pitt, Julia Roberts, oh Kevin Spacey, who's also now been accused of oh, yeah. sexual harassment or abuse. So. Yeah. Not the vibe, but... Iconic. Look at that. We love that. Good yeah. times. Yeah, oh my god, I love that. Good freaking times. Um, and Angelina Jolie's in it. Oh, because her and Brad were still together? Oh, yeah. Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. <laughs> Sorry, that's a different <laughs> angle. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Okay. Um, another one is another VMAs moment. This is... A moment that I remember so very vividly. The meat dress. The meat dress. The The Lady Gaga meat dress. This woman, to this day, still... She'd be pulling out all the stuff. Nobody will ever reach the level that Lady Gaga has reached in terms of, like, just iconic red carpet moments. Yeah. Like, when she came in, like, an egg or something. She came in an egg. she? Yeah. Like, an actual egg. And then she hashed out of the egg. egg. She rode a white horse down the red carpet. (laughs) She's just a kooky gal. But to to go to your designer and be like, hey, you know what? Let's go let's go call up the butcher and say, hey. See what lean pieces they got on. Let's just Yeah, let's just plop on some some raw meat and drape it over my body and then walk down the red carpet in it. What that would smell like, especially after you've been wearing it in, say, like, a hot room and you're walking on the red carpet just wearing raw meat that has not been in the fridge. Like, it makes me ill. <laughs> and for what? Peter probably had a field day with that shit. Yeah. We're like, why the fuck are you wearing raw meat, meat on stage? So, I mean, good on her because she had meat in her hair. Yeah, but it was she was wearing a wig. <sighs> <laughs> Anyways... Gaga, good on ya. 
But holy smokes, that crazy moment, stuff. Yeah, that will be remembered for a long time. That was t- 2010. Wow. So that was like that the, was the poker phase era. Ago. No, that was. I don't know what. Album. Yeah, poker that, phase, bad romance. Whatever vibes. had been that album. Yeah. I want you loving. She's still pretty early on then. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Good on her. Um, this is one of my favorite. Ooh, Aaron had to actually enlighten me on this one yeah. because I don't kill me. You know this already. I've never seen the Notebook. Um, <laughs> and so that's what I should have made you do last night. Is watch the freaking right? Notebook. Eventually, we'll get there. But she had to enlighten me on this one because I did not remember this one. Yeah. This. So if you event. know me, you know that Rachel McAdams is my favorite human being on the planet, mm. actor wise, obviously, because I don't know her. I'm standing right here. Yeah, you're obviously my favorite human being, but. Actors and actresses, Rachel McAdams, I think she's just the most yeah, underrated the human being. I love her so much. And The Notebook is a classic. Mm-hmm. If you have not seen The Notebook, you do have to watch it at least once in your life. I believe that. I guess. And this moment, I showed Olivia the video this morning, but basically, and I can't remember, I'll have to fact check this afterwards. I don't know if they were dating at this point or not, but um, at the 2005, mm-hmm. long freaking time ago, they won Best Kiss at the MTV Awards. I love that that was a... a Which is a category. Like a category. <laughs> and we were watching like the... They also had Best Fight. As well. Yeah. Like the MTVs, like they just... Iconic. I love it. It's like one of the best award shows and it's super underrated. Um, that's the distinction we also remember this morning is the yes. VMAs is Our, also MTV. Yeah, but it's like music. The MTV Music Awards essentially is the VMAs and then MTV... What does it say? TV and movie awards? It's movie or something TV separate. Awards. Yeah. Yeah. So the video music awards and the movie and TV awards. Yeah. So this is the separate. movie TV awards that we're yeah. talking about. But they, Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams won Best Kiss for The Notebook. And they basically like walked up on stage, went on either <laughs> ends of the stage. <laughs> and like Rachel just like ran up into his arms and gave him like A the sexiest kiss. kiss on stage. And everyone in the audience was like, Lindsay Lohan was like, like, oh my God. <laughs> Hillary Duff was. I love that these are the names. I know of the that, are, that they're showing. Yeah, up. Hillary Duff was like clapping. Was yeah, like, what the? Like just the chemistry that they had. <sighs> Unreal. If you haven't seen that video, go watch it. Erin loves it. I love it. But, but it was funny to watch today. I liked it. <sighs> this one, this is a biggie. We all. Oop. <laughs> we don't want to say his name, but Kanye West. We don't want to say. His for, name. Sorry, formerly known as Kanye West. Yay. Yay. Oh, no, no. He's Kanye West. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, where, where, where is she going with that? Um, God, interrupting Taylor Swift. Frick, I don't remember what year this was. Oh. Probably 2014. Like 20, no, I think it was like 2012 or 11. Oh, look it up. I'm going to Google it. Um, and Taylor Swift won, I believe, Best Album. Yeah. And Kanye being <sighs> Kanye. Um, 2009. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, that was the... Dis- that was at the VMAs. That was, oh, that was like Rihanna's era. That was... Oh, 2009. Yeah, that was a great time. So what did... Oh, what did Taylor win? I think Best Album. Um, I think Best Album. Yeah. And basically, Kanye walks up and tries to take the award out of her fucking hands and basically says she doesn't deserve to win. <laughs> I just looked on an article and says, Kanye West says God was the reason he interrupted Taylor Swift. <laughs> the 2009 VMAs. <laughs> that man. I mean... <sighs> Iconic. And not them both... Like writing about it too in songs later. Like, it, what was Kanye's like? Um, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I made that bitch famous. <laughs> like, not true. But yeah, not okay. true. Anyways, you're just still salty that she won, but that's okay. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, and yeah, that was wild. The, who was she? Who? What did he say? He said Beyonce should have won. 
I think he came up yeah. there and was like, you know, Taylor, yeah. blah, 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 but, you know, Beyonce, she yeah. had this album. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, and sure, I, Beyonce's great. I was just saying, I get it in the sense that, like, there's probably a lot of black artists who yeah. are tired of seeing, like, white women yeah. win in categories where they think that black counterparts will, like, have far surpassed them. Absolutely. Um, definitely not the right way to go about it, but yeah. I, I understand his message in, in yes. that sense. I don't support him, though. Let's be clear. No. We're not Kanye supporters. Ooh, yeah. He, he's, he's done. Yeah. He's been done. <laughs> he's he been done. <laughs> um, and then the famous three-way kiss of, mm. well, not really three-way kiss, but... Madonna, it was. Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Christina Aguilera, kissing at the 2003 VMAs. Yeah, that was iconic because back then, you didn't just have big straight musicians like just casually just we're going up and like, straight. yeah. Well, Madonna's not anymore. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we, she came out. We were straight at they. Who they were, were straight, straight at the time. time. Yeah, and but that just kind of shocked the world. Live that. TV, you can't yeah. control it. They were like. Let's just whatever happens happens. Let's just kiss, and everyone had a field day about it. Yeah, I'm sure if that happened now, it'd be like yeah, big whoop. <laughs> but in 2003, that was like headliner stuff. Um, but like what a what an iconic little threesome. I, I was just say what an iconic trio. Yeah, love that they're just like the biggest of their times. I'm also looking at how you spelled Aguilera. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I don't have my spell check we on. We have not been able to speak a coherent sentence no. all for the last 24 hours. Yeah. It's been rough. But that's okay. Yeah. That's what girls' times are for. Yeah. <laughs> and last and but not least. number one. We all know what we're going to say here. Was the... Will Smith. And Chris, Chris Rock slapped down literally from last year. That was I, some crazy stuff. When I was watching this, because I watched it live. Hmm. I, I did not watch it live. Could not... For the life of me, for several minutes, figure out if it was, was real, yeah. if what was a going on. A lot of on. people did not know if it was real or not. Yeah. And, like, just jaw on the floor, like, what just happened? And I, like, up until this day was, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a Will Smith fan. I think he's a great guy. I like their family. Um, I was so confused. Keep my wife's name. and like that's one thing you can yell at chris rock from your thing and be upset like that he and i mean like it was like a rough joke because it was really about what's her face's jada pinkett's alopecia which is why she had decided to shave her head because she was having trouble keeping onto her hair but it's like okay that's not a funny joke at all i don't think anyone thought it was funny but no it was not funny which is a whole other conversation that we won't get into but like oscar jokes there is such a like yeah, I there's mean, with comedy now, the comedy now, is, there's a fine line. You know, mm-hmm. like, you can still be funny. Yeah, without being offensive. Without being offensive. Mm-hmm. And I think the Oscars have always pushed the envelope, and I think the hosts sometimes go a little bit too far. And everyone's kind of like, well, why why actually do we need to have these opening monologues that are literally all comedy, but just kind of offend everybody that's, like, <laughs> that's done their there. hard work and is getting nominated yeah. for their hard work. Like, like, there are funny ways to do, like, yeah. that was one that I saw the, oh, from, like, I think it was probably, like, 2012 or two, maybe 2009, whenever The Devil Wears Prada movie came out, yeah. um, the two main girl, like, Meryl Streep plays, and, essentially, Anna Wintour for yeah. Vogue in that movie, and Anne, Anne Hathaway, Hathaway and Emily Blunt play yeah. her assistants, yeah. and they go up to present an award together at the Oscars, yeah. and they fake 
um, like re-skit a little bit that this, Meryl Streep yeah. is playing her character who's supposed to be a bitch yeah. in the movie. And so they're like, oh my God, why doesn't she have her coffee? Like, look yeah. how nice she is. Like, look how she's smiling. Yeah. Like, it doesn't bother her at all. And Meryl's like playing along, like looking yeah. like a bitch. And that was hilarious. Like, people were eating yeah. that up. Like, there's ways to be funny that yeah. that don't require the, like, offending Literally. anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Period. And violence is not the answer. And I think, like, for him to go up in front of all these wild. people and to like for someone that he's like notably been a friend of and like has for time like has been supporting for years to go up and slap <laughs> that person just no in sense. front of hundreds and millions of people watching it's like okay yeah what is going on and i just yeah the whole thing i feel this like was is awful and that yeah. will always be something that he carries with him now in his career unfortunately yeah so if that's anything, like, just think before you do things. Especially, this is why I want to never like, live in Hollywood. You, you, it, can, you can always, not that I condone violence, but he yeah. could have always smacked him up later if he really <laughs> felt like, it, he felt that strongly about yeah. it. Like, I don't think it needed yeah. to be done. That didn't need to. At all. Yeah. But, and also, like, I was so confused because Jada Smith is, like, laughing at the joke. She was, and, and then, she was, like, sitting back there, like, yeah. so uncomfortable. Like, and then oh. Will was like, oh, yeah. Anyways. Anyways, I think it'll be interesting to see. Um, I hope they don't bring it up at the Oscars this year. I hope they oh, don't honestly, make jokes about that. It's, I it's didn't done. Think about that. It's over. I think they already made a joke about it at the Golden Globes. Yeah. Oh, I can't no. remember. But oh, I think no. somebody brought it up. Um, but anyways, yeah, the Golden Globes have already happened. Jennifer Coolidge, love. Slay. Slay, we love her. I'm so happy she's having her moment. And the Oscars. Remember see when she was, uh, Jennifer Coolidge was presenting awards at the uh, the Golden Globes, and she goes, and the Oscar goes too, and she was like, oh no, Golden Globes, we're at the Golden Globes. Yes. <laughs> she's hilarious. She's so funny. I just think, like, she's hilarious, and everything that comes out of her mouth just, like, makes me Again, happy. she's another, like, I'm doing what I want when I want, and I'm smart, but yeah. I'm also, like, I'll just she's walk just... around pretending like I'm a dips. Yeah. Because it's hilarious. Yeah. And she, like, she probably is not like that, but she, that's just her image, like... and she's yeah. just, just going with it. And she makes it off of it. Um, critics, critics choice have also already happened. Not a lot of big surprises there. I think there was a lot of similar winners. Mm -hmm. I don't personally think that Austin Butler should deserve an Oscar for Mm -hmm. Elvis. I think he did a great job, but I don't know if it's Oscar worthy. Mm. I did not watch it to preface. (sighs) So I, I can't really weigh in on his acting abilities, but um, for me, the I movie just, was just way too long and I didn't care yeah. to learn about Elvis. Yeah. I love Elvis. I just don't I know if too. I loved the style of the movie either, mm. but. And it was like a three hour movie. It was too long for me. It was. It was. I didn't want to do that. But today we're going to do our Grammy predictions and our Oscar predictions. Those mm-hmm. are the two big ones coming up. Bro. And I've actually had really good luck guessing before. Ooh, okay. So I'm like you really you want to hold this episode will come out monday after the grammys so we will know oh, yeah. if we were right okay, or yeah. not because it's saturday right now and the grammys happen tomorrow yeah and but the oscars we won't know until march. march but so for grammy album of the year these are the nominees these are the nominees <laughs> <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> that's actually really funny it sounded nice i know right maybe we should somebody hook us up yeah we could present easily these are the, the nominees. nominees for 2023 album of the year voyage by abba 30 by Adele. Un verano sinti. Un verano yeah. sinti. By, by Bad, Bad Bunny. Bunny. <laughs> Renaissance. Renaissance by, by Beyonce. Beyonce. Good Morning Gorgeous Deluxe by Mary J. Blige. <laughs> Deluxe. 
In These Silent Days by Brandy Carlisle. Who knew she was still around? Yeah. Love it. Music of the Spears by Coldplay. I did not know Coldplay. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar. I love that album. Special by Lizzo. And Harry's House by Harry Styles. (laughs) That's a that's a stacked category. (laughs) Um it was we these are like all the COVID albums. Like people wrote these in COVID and then they came out um in twenty twenty two. These are we think based on precedence of how popular the people are that win mm-hmm. especially at the grammys i feel like the oscar sometimes can can throw like because yeah. it's it's based on like their acting performance yeah but i feel like with the grammys it's based on like popularity like the most popular artists for the most point usually for the most part sorry usually win their categories yeah so for this reason alone we're predicting beyonce and harry styles yeah one of them one of those two will win because those albums how many grammys has beyonce won i don't know a cabillion a lot she's won a lot and just rightly so this wasn't i am a huge beyonce fan this wasn't my favorite album of hers because it was a house album it was a house album it was very yes it was very different some of the songs i absolutely love Mm -hmm. others i just haven't really listened to yeah enough but I feel like a lot of people really loved the album. Yeah. And I know a lot of people loved Harry's House. So Yeah. Harry's House, I loved. I I only listened to two songs on there. I'm not a big Harry Styles girl in the sense that like I don't I listen him. to his things start to front. Like if I hear a song, I'm like, yeah. oh, I like that. That's nice. But I love Harry Styles. I like, ugh, yeah, I just, I love him. Every album that he's had since One Direction, I absolutely love. <laughs> um, And like, 30 by Adele was great because she kind of had a yes. little bit of a comeback and she was coming we into her it. own. We love that for her, but we favorite. agree that I still think that her favorite 19 and 21 are still my favorite albums from her. Yeah. Um, 25 was good too, but 19 and 21 still hold the cake for me. Yeah. So she had a lot of beautiful songs on I think she on still 30, has a shot. I think she has I think a shot with this album. she absolutely has a shot. And I think she's been really big yeah. right now as well. And she's still, she's had that Vegas residency that's been yeah. popping off. Um. I think but it's, specifically just because, like, in general, if she were to win something, yes, absolutely her. Yeah. But because of the album specifically, like, I don't feel like this album was my favorite. Yeah. So. But we'll see if we have psychic powers. I think, yeah, Beyonce or Harry Styles is, yeah. the, is the guess. And Oscars. <laughs> okay, every year I say that I'm going to watch every single nominated film. Never do. Never do. Yeah. And you know what? The nominees. <sighs> for this one, I think I might try, mm. except... I don't love all of them. But you know what? You don't want to watch yeah. all of them. <laughs> I haven't watched any of them, but I don't love all of them, yeah. so I don't want to watch like, all I of just, them. Like, I just, I don't know if they speak to me. Yeah. In the past yeah, years, yeah. there have been, I've watched almost all, mm-hmm. some years. This year, I don't know. Let's, here are the nominees. Here are the nominees for Best Picture of the Year 2023. All Quiet on the Western Front. I haven't even heard of that, heard of that yet. I haven't either. <laughs> But my mom actually uses that phrase a lot. It's all quiet on the Western Front. I don't know if that was nominated for a Golden Globe. I'm going to have to look this up after. We're going to have to watch the trailers. Yeah. Avatar, The Way of Water. That one we've heard a ton about. And it has already won. That first one won. Did it not? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. That Avatar... (laughs) Sorry. Sneeze again. Okay. I'm good. Um, The first Avatar... I oh, watched it one. on Friday. On Thursday. Episode? I watched it on Thursday. Oh, but that first one yeah. won, did it not? Because it was like the first yes. of its kind sort of vibe. And, and it broke the box office. One in like, what, 2013 was it? 2010? Yeah, a while 2009? Ago. I don't know. We have to check these dates. But I watched the first Avatar on Thursday because I was curious. And I forgot how, like, just 
wild the concept was. To how they act in it. The actors and, should be, oh, whoa, applauded. But also, like, that's, have to... that's actually them. Like, they're in yeah. the little suits with all of the... But that's what I mean. The way they act to each other, they're just, like... It would be easier to act, obviously, if you were if you felt like you were in that landscape. Yeah. But they're just in a room, literally and in it's green all room. green screen, and they just have lasers and cameras on them. Yeah, and they still manage to like pull out these insane performances. Yeah, it's wild and super cool. Um, have you seen the video of Kate Winslet breaking the record yeah. for yeah underwater, for holding her breath underwater, which I feel like is seven really not minutes good for your brain? But no, she beat Tom Cruise's record. Slay. And now I don't want any of y'all athletic men being like men are more athletic than women. <laughs> you men try have more lung capacity. Yeah, than you try staying underwater for seven minutes. Yeah, try, come back to us. <laughs> I won't because I'm scared of that. We won't be doing that. We'll just do it vicariously through Kate Winslet. Yeah, but I still haven't seen Avatar: The Way of Water, and I do want to go either. see it. So yeah. just out of curiosity. They're just such long movies that, like, yeah. if you don't like it, you like you have to commit to it, you know. Yeah. And if you don't, that's why I think I like. I mean, if you go in theater, you get the whole experience because there's yeah. they offer it in so many different like, three D, yeah. H, all the D letters of <laughs> <laughs> options. Um, but I think I would want to watch it at home because I can pause it and ha- take my time. Yeah. But anyways, um, the Banshees of Inishirin. I could be pronouncing that wrong, but I think that's how you pronounce it. Mm. Um, I've actually heard that this one is really good. Mm. I have no idea what it's about. I don't either. But I might give it a try. I think it's on Disney Plus or something. I saw it actually mm. recently and it was available for stream. So I might give cool. that a, I might give it a shot. Yeah. Obviously Elvis is on the list. Elvis. It, I don't think it'll win Best Picture, but... You never know. You never Stranger know. Stranger things have happened. Um, oh, Everything, Everywhere, mm-hmm. All at Once. Have you seen this? Nope. You watched it? I have not seen it oh. yet, but I have heard incredible things about it. Mm. Um, like, mind-bending. Like, I'll show yeah. you the trailer after this. You'll be like, holy I feel crap. like maybe I've seen the trailer and I just am not connecting yeah, it right you now. Probably have. It sounds familiar. Yeah. I think this, it won something for the Golden Globes. I can't remember. Um, the Fablemans. Mm, I've heard about that. Yeah. Spielberg's new movie. Spielberg, he always wins. It's supposed to be, like, about his family. Yeah. So maybe the Fablemans. Can you Google what won the Golden Globe? I can't remember. Um, Tar. I think it maybe was the Fablemans. It might have been the Fablemans. Tar. I don't know if I have any interest in watching it. Yeah, I don't, I think. But but we love Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Top Gun, Maverick. I always find it funny when these kind it of was, movies get nominated for an Oscar. Because yeah. it's like, it to me, it's... The Fablemans won. It won. The okay, Fablemans won for Golden Globe. So yeah. they might clear up and get an Oscar, too. We, yeah. That, that sometimes happens and sometimes it yeah, doesn't. it doesn't um top gun i like i think it's a great movie yeah i don't think but, <laughs> i don't think it's winning yeah we, we we know tom cruise can can fly planes i don't think that's anything crazy and miles teller is hot we've known that for a little bit yeah like that that beach scene we all know and love yeah he's has a new super bowl commercial with his wife oh my god it's hilarious they're a really Bud fun Light. couple that was one of the smartest marketing campaigns i've yeah. ever seen i'll oh, show it to I you i want to watch it yeah. yeah um it's I like that movie because I saw it on my birthday at a drive-in movie and it was my first drive-in movie. Mm. So I'm like, wholesome, love it. But it's not an Oscar movie, yeah. Um, Triangle of Sadness. This movie I do really want to see. You know what, I'm going to actually the try name it this year. It sounds familiar. pudding no. Oh. <laughs> I don't, it, 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 it oh. immediately sounds sad. Yeah, no, it's not. I think it is giving very... <laughs> um, no, it's not. <laughs> I think they're like on a boat. And oh. something's happening, oh. and oh, I'm giving scary? a great description. Um, look it up. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> look it up. no, I really want to watch it. And women talking. 
That one sounds interesting. Oh. I haven't. Oh, Triangle both. of Sadness does not look sad at all. No. It's like a murder mystery or something. I could be totally wrong. Um, a couple of influencers invited to a luxury yeah. cruise ship alongside a group of out-of-touch wealthy people in the situation takes an unexpected turn when a brutal storm hits the ship. Yeah. Huh. So think like White okay, Lotus yeah, slash Knives Lotus. Out. Like that's kind of the vibe that I've heard. So I do want to try that one. Um, but Women Talking. I don't know if I've what heard a lot that? of buzz about I this. I haven't heard anything. Oh, it's playing at Cineplex. Oh. Uh, Who's in it? The women of an isolated religious colony reveal oh. a shocking secret about the colony's men. Oh, I love it already. Oh. For years, the men have occasionally drugged the women. Oh, my God. Oh. And then R word them. The truth comes women out talking. and the women talk about yeah. their new situation. Okay. Yep. That obviously is a great film. It yep. feels a little dark to watch. So yeah. I may or may not. Wait. Is that all? That's all. I thought The Menu was nominated. Did I make no, that up? You know that not, movie? Yes. Not with, for an Oscar. Face, Anna? No. Yeah. Because that was a freaky movie. My mom watched that. Yeah. And I didn't really understand it. I thought it was cleverly done, but also yeah. it was it was something like how I feel like with Clint, Quentin Tarantino's movies, it's like they're always good and then he always but, overdoes it with violence. Yeah. And there's no reason to see that much blood yeah. in the story itself. Like if it makes sense, it makes sense. Yeah. And that's what I felt like with the menu. And I felt like yeah. a lot of people were like, they needed it because it was does. satire and it was satirical. I don't think it was Quentin Tarantino who did this movie. Oh. But it was the same vibe. I mean, it's like, it's it was style. It was smart. Yeah, yeah. He was going to kill everybody anyway, but I didn't need to see, you know, like yeah. fingers lopped off and people stop. <sighs> like I think yeah. it was, I think yeah. it was weird. Too much. But I, but the, 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 idea around it and the satirical element of it i, I very much enjoyed yeah uh, you know what do you think is gonna win that's ho- i want to say the fablemans or avatar i'm feeling the fablemans yeah. or avatar i don't know if avatar is gonna win because i don't think it has the same buzz that the, the first, first one, one did, did. Mm, fair, um, fair fair yeah maybe the fablemans yeah yeah i think i'm saying fablemans or avatar guys or everything everywhere all at once would be awesome okay but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, wow, we've ranted a lot of pop culture today. <laughs> we talked a lot. Now we, we're both going to go for a walk. It's actually yeah. stopped snowing now by Which the time, nice. like through the duration of this podcast. We're going to go for a nice walk, get mm-hmm. outside. Hawk or walk. And get, you know, a croissant, do some shopping get or a whatever. Croissant. Yeah. And then we're just going to enjoy our girls' day. Yeah. We love you all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you all not next week, but the week after that. Two weeks. Toodaloo. Bye.